When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Get up off my feet, I'm dancing to everybody and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend Natalie Poucher. Welcome back everyone. How are you guys doing? I always expect a response but I forget this is a one-way street over here. Uh, <laughs> so this week I know I told you guys I was going to have my organizer girlfriend on but she's going to come on next week. Uh, but this week I actually have another friend of mine who's a baby whisperer and she was my savior when Piper was almost four months old and I didn't have her on a sleep schedule. I was sort of a disaster. I was exhausted and she came and Piper is almost two and is sleeping through the night. So she's amazing. I wanted to have her on and answer all your guys' questions from Instagram. Uh, I also share a little tidbit of why I selfishly wanted her on. <laughs> I'm not pregnant, but you know, I'm, I share a little something, something. She gives us great tidbits and information on how to get your babies out of your bed and into their bed, how to save them from waking up in the middle of the night multiple times. So there are quite a few tips and tricks that she shares with us and it's, it's a really good uh, listen if you are in the trenches. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. Please welcome baby whisperer Jess Hudson. <laughs> I feel like you really are a baby whisperer though. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, it's, well, it's actually the name of, of, of a, a book. It's, it's you're a, a mommy name. whisperer because you let us go to sleep. That's so funny. <laughs> like sometimes I do say I'm training the moms just as much as I'm training the babies, whether yes. it's telling them, okay, now go to bed or telling them, hey, like you're the one causing the issue. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I sometimes Which I am I'm a mommy sure trainer too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. So we met when Piper was, I want to say she was like three months and a few weeks or something like that. Yep. Yep. Because if I have almost. her down as four months old in my phone. Yep. So yeah, right around there. Oh my gosh. I know. And I was terrified as a first mom, first time mom. Because I didn't know, you know, are you supposed to do a schedule? Are you supposed to just wing it and just go with what the baby is doing? I, I was so lost. And then when we connected, and if you guys have been following me on Instagram for a while, you guys know that I met with her and and Piper ended up now and still to this day, almost two, 
sleeps through the night. I mean, just getting them on a schedule, the sooner the better for me mm-hmm. was just, it was a, a godsend. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. So you have three babies. Yes. How did you get into this? I was reading a little <laughs> bit on your Instagram, which you guys have to go follow her. Um, Jess underscore sleep shop. Uh, but she just sort of did like a little get to know me post, but yeah, let tell us everything. Yeah. So I think, I think like a lot of moms, I was very type A or, you know, you've had this life before kids where you can control things. Even at your job, if there's a problem, you can fix it. So Mm -hmm. you have a baby and then all of a sudden you're like, holy crap. Like I, I don't, it's, it's very easy to, especially for that personality type to really struggle. And I was one of those people. I had horrendous postpartum anxiety with my first, um, a lot of it was breastfeeding related, you know, but both for both things, the doctors were like, you need to get sleep, which just seems like the most ludicrous recommendation for a newborn <laughs> right. mom. Right. You're, you're like, yeah, if I could, I would yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. You're like, so with both things I was, and I'm kind of always like a why person, you know, if a doctor's like, take this, I'm like, why? I want to know why. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I feel better about it. And I, I just also feel like I'm better able to fix it. So I did start researching sleep and why it was so important, um, both for myself and also for my baby, you know, I wanted to do best by him. And that's where I kind of got into it. I was lucky, you know, I found some great resources for sleep and with him, he was a great sleeper, the easiest of my three. Um, Mm -hmm. so I got really lucky, um, you know, implementing the things I learned, I was able to get him sleeping well, which got us all better. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I had my second and he was completely different and what worked for my first didn't work for him. And I'm like, Hey, I'm like, what was the age difference? Um, 21 months. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, so this is sort of why I wanted you on the show because you're probably <laughs> like, oh, she's fine. She's sleeping through the night. Why do you need me? Which uh, is true. But my, what my, my fear is, is that, so I am now off birth control, mm-hmm. which I haven't told anyone. So surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I, cause we wanted to start after she was two mm-hmm. and I'm already getting anxiety about the sleep. Cause I feel like we're on a good track, right? Mom and dad are sleeping, baby sleeping. What, what am I going to do when I have a second? And like you said, what if she, what if she or he is so different? Mm-hmm. And, and I think you said like one size doesn't fit all, right? Exactly. So, exactly. Okay, so, but that's so how why that- I then started getting into it myself because I realized yeah. one book doesn't fit every baby. And also right. I remember it was, I think it was baby wise. And I was like scouring the back because there's a Q and a section. I'm like, my question isn't here. My question isn't here. <laughs> like, what do I do? And so yeah. that's where I got into the sleep consulting, but I will say every baby's fixable. Every baby is able to sleep. Um, and that's where if you're able to work with someone like me, it is such a blessing because we're able to get to know each baby, each family, and right. you will be fine. I was the same way with a second coming, you know, hey, we're in a groove. I don't want to shake things up. Yes. And then going backwards as far as sleep goes is really hard. The second was a piece of cake and like such really? a, such a like just fun experience because you can enjoy it. You know what to do. The The lack of sleep is temporary and, and just think... If we start together from day one, the baby's sleeping 12 hours by 12 weeks. 
That's, oh my gosh, you really? Know, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, close to six hours by six weeks and so on and so forth. So really, oh. you know, you can prepare, you know what you need. You know, for me, I would have my husband there in the mornings to be up with the older child because that was when mm-hmm. I really struggled. And so then we were just able to plan ahead and we knew what was coming. And I also, and that helps for someone, you know, who's kind of wants to be in control and not have those surprises. Right. Yeah. And then what about your third? You were like, oh, I could do this with my No, I totally, that's what I thought. And I thought, oh, I'm going to have her in my room forever. Like, I'm so excited. And she was, she had a horrendous silent reflux. She was born in December. She had five ear infections by the time she was four months. Like, (gasps) so bad. But still, she was sleeping 12 hours at 12 weeks. And that's without a single tear, all very naturally. Because by then, I knew what to do. I was trained and I knew how to help each individual baby. Got it. Yeah. Can you give us like a few tips without giving us everything? Yeah, like yeah, what yeah. Are, yeah. I mean, there's there's all those basics and that's like, you know, on Instagram, all the stuff I can put, yes. um, you know, the sleep environment, you know, I think we probably talked about it, like pitch black, white noise, mm-hmm. swaddle or sleep sack, and then nice and cool. You want the room as, you know, on the cooler end, which a lot of moms kind of, and especially grandmas tend to not understand, you know, they, uh, my, my mom is, it's like a sauna in yes, her house yes, a- and she still has her wrapped and I'm like, yeah. what, what are you trying to do? Yes. Like, it's so funny. I think it's like cultural thing too, because my parents is. are, yeah, as they do the same thing, they're like bundling them up and they're like, the poor baby's <laughs> yes. sweating. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So your, their body temperatures rise. All of ours do as we're transitioning between sleep cycles. If they're too warm, mm. it, they're super uncomfortable and it's harder for them to fall right back asleep. So cooler is always better. So sleep environment. And, and yeah. you like the swaddle and the sleep sack until what age? As long as or they're in the from- crib. So the swaddle until they're rolling and then the sleep sack until they're out of the crib. Really? Piper doesn't use a sleep sack, but she's like all over the crib. <laughs> well, as long as she's... So at this age, it's more about keeping them from climbing out. Got it. Yeah. Hers is, she may have mom's jeans. She's, she's tiny, but she, um, <laughs> I don't think she'll ever the be able legs. to fully yeah, climb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's not there yet. Um, but we do have a lot of questions about the transition between the crib to the bed. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So should we just like hit it off and just like, should I just start asking you all these questions totally, from Instagram? Totally. Yeah. Okay. So, um, that I feel like the number one question is when babies are sleeping in the parents' bed and how to transition them out of sleeping from the bed, from the parents' bed to their bed. Right. Okay. So that's a tough one, but it's totally, in fact, I was just messaging with a client who I'm like, can you send a couple of sentences because she did it and did it beautifully with an older baby. Um, so my message to moms is it's totally possible. I think so many moms think we're so far gone. There's no turning back at this point, Right. but you can at any age. Um, the thing I try to tell families is think about these babies. They've never been exposed to certain things. So it's about making them feel familiar with it. So it's just the same as a baby who's breastfed, who won't take the bottle. It's not that they Mm -hmm. can't take a bottle or won't like the bottle. It's just, they're not familiar with it. So it seems so foreign and weird. So for the transition to the crib, it's the same thing, you know, slowly spending more time there, starting each nap or each night in there. If it only lasts a minute, that's okay. It's about repetition and consistency with, right. a, with anything with sleep. It's, it's literally be super consistent, you know, repeat, repeat, repeat. 
and they will get it. Um, and then is there anything that you should be telling them when you're transitioning them over? Like, are you, are you telling them certain things? Like, how do you soothe them? It's so it's different at every age. If it's a little, if it's an infant, you know, it's more just introducing it and continuing to start each sleep session in there. If they're older, like toddler, toddler, then they'd be probably moving to their own bed. Mm -hmm. Um, and that would be more of a behavioral thing and sort of, you know, starting out by like staying in the room with them until they fall asleep and then Mm -hmm. slowly moving further and further away or, you know, leaving a little bit earlier and earlier. And, you know, I mean, there's different incentives or things like that that are more toddler related than, than babies. Right. Right. Here's another question. And it's, um, tips to handle a sleep trained baby when sick. Okay. No, that's a good one. And so many are back at school and daycare and stuff right now. So mine's gotten sick twice. Yes. And I had to revert back to the passy because it's like the only thing that soothes her. And now it's like passy, this passy, that all day passy and I'm dying. Yeah. So just keep the pacifier just for bed. So that's her incentive to go that's, to bed and stay in bed. Right. Yes. And then that's and fine. I feel, and, I, and I screwed it up because she was just wanting to be like in arms because she was sick and mm-hmm. this and that. And she just wanted her to pass. I'm like, okay, I'll just give it to her. And then, you know, as the days progressed, it was just, it just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it away. <laughs> I know. Well, it's so, so nice too because you're quiet for a hot second. And you're I, like, that, that too, that too, that too. Let's be real. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like TV and video games with mine. The you know, oh, it's, it's fine. Sometimes yeah. you just got to do what you got to do. But um, when they're sick, you just drop everything, um, go to them, comfort them, let them nap a little bit longer help them to you sleep. Do let, you do let them sleep. I, cause she was, she was sleeping like three and a half hours. I'm like, shouldn't I wake her up? Riley's like, no, let her sleep. And I'm yeah. Like, I mean, within reason. And also because you do want to wake them up just to get those fluids in them too, because right. you really want to keep them hydrated. So even babies that are still taking bottles and stuff, I would say feed them in time or wake them in time to feed them their next bottle. And then okay. if they keep on, if they want to keep sleeping, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. But you kind of have to abandon everything and then just get back on track when you're, um, when they're better and a sleep trained Mm -hmm. baby will always easily come back to what they know. Yeah. Good to know. Weaning a two-year-old from being rocked to sleep. Yeah. Lots of toddler questions. Uh, Um, (laughs) so a two-year-old rocked to sleep. So, I mean, it's, there are, and this is where, when I work with families, we kind of get to know what's your comfort level. Um, Any toddler, really any baby on the older side, I would say 10 months and up, they're going to protest. That's how Mm -hmm. they communicate. Um, And as you probably know, this is an example I give a lot, is if you give Piper the green cup and she wants the blue cup, she's probably going to cry. And she may cry for a while. And that's okay. That's how they communicate. You can give her the cup she wants right away, but then she's not going to learn anything. Right? So. There, it's uh, somewhat unreasonable not to expect some protest at that mm-hmm. age. But so that's where, especially at that age and especially with that situation, working one-on-one with someone is super important because right. each one is going to respond a little bit differently and each parent's comfort level is going to be different. So really it's about making mom comfortable so that she can continue it. Yeah. And that's where I think the mom training comes in. Cause it's yes. almost like we have to be okay with them 
maybe like you said protesting which is mm-hmm. a nice word but like letting them cry a little totally. bit totally <laughs> yeah yeah and sometimes and if not, they go and not in be happy yeah. Yeah. yeah and sometimes they'll say you know well when should I go in and that check in is for you not for mm-hmm. the baby because ultimately at that age, especially you may just be disrupting the process. Like maybe you go in after five minutes, but at minute six, they were going to lay down and fall asleep. Yeah. And then you've gone in, they get more pissed off because they're not getting what they want, which is you to get them up or do whatever you've done before. Mm -hmm. So, but there are very gentle ways to do it. Um, it just requires a lot more time and effort. Yeah. I feel like I definitely let and maybe I'm just a very cold individual. No, no, I, no. I, the, 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 the crying it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, she wouldn't cry for hours, but no. she definitely cried for like a good, maybe 15 ish minutes, 10 minutes in yeah. the beginning, 20 minutes, however long it was. And I just, I was like, she's, she will go to sleep. I mean, she's just fighting it. And then she would sleep however long. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's just, it's time to learn it. It's, it, that is each period that of time. Kills moms it kills them. It kills yeah. them. But the longer you wait, the faster it's going to work. And ultimately the goal is to get them that solid sleep that their bodies need so badly. Um, yes. so much happens while they're sleeping and it's that solid sleep without waking, without eating all of that, that their bodies need. So, you know, they, all their needs are met. We would never have a mom let their baby cry a single tear without all the needs met. Right. So that you kind of, and that's where sometimes I can remind moms, you know, at night, like, yeah, Yeah. it's okay. We've, we've done everything. They're safe. They're fed. They're full. They're healthy. What about the ones there? I've seen a couple here that say that their babies, if they cry too much, they start to throw up. Yeah. And there, I mean, that can happen for sure. Um, and so there we would probably just take a more gentle approach. Um, also when it happens, not, you know, definitely always defer to your pediatrician on it, but you know, not making a big deal of it because then it can become like a, an attention, attention. Thing. yeah yeah or like a yeah. habit you it's know like, oh it's I like, know she'll I know she'll come in the room if I throw yes yes, <laughs> yes. yeah and that and, was and my it, niece and it becomes yes. easier too for them um so yeah so I would just take a more gentle approach but still you know have those boundaries um to help with that yeah it's, okay good um what are your favorite swaddles and sleep sacks or sleep blankets? Um, for swaddles, I really like the Ollie. It's just hard to okay. get because she runs out of stock very often. It's, it's, it keeps them really snug. Yep. Um, and then I also like some babies prefer to have their arms kind of like up, tucked up kind of like under their chin. So there's one called the Wombi that can do that. Um, and then some babies who really fight it and a lot of parents too think that they want their arms up a little bit more. The love to dream is a good one. It's the one that kind of looks like a flying squirrel. The arms are kind of up a little oh, bit. Yeah. 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 Um, that was good. Piper liked that one. And then yeah. I think they have like a zipper on yes. it or something. So right? that's you can a good like transition one. Let, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we can do good. one at a time, but really, I mean, just, it's more about like finding one and then just sticking to it. Okay, great. Sometimes babies, I feel like, will grow out of it quickly. I know Piper was in one of them for maybe like two weeks, mm-hmm. and then she was over it. And yeah. you could just tell she was not having it, and I had to like transition out of that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, babies are such a pain in the butt sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're expensive. Oh, <laughs> they are. 
Um, here's one. Six week old will rarely fall asleep on her own. Um, following awake feed sleep schedule cries right away. So there's two things with that. A super common question. Um, Mm -hmm. one could be they're starting the sleep too late. So you want to put your baby down before they're overly tired. You want to put them down too awake rather than too tired would be the preference. So, um, because once they're overly tired, they're going to have a really, really hard time falling asleep. So in this instance, I would start the nap time or the bedtime earlier, shorten the wake window. A lot of people have wake windows that are just too long. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing it could be, and I see this a lot, especially at this age, is is tummy discomfort. So a lot of babies are starting to show signs of silent reflux, reflux, um, dairy sensitivities. How do you know it's silent reflux? So silent reflux, they will be in pain while eating or shortly after eating. Um, they sometimes they hiccup a lot or seem congested or anytime they're laying down, they're really upset. Um, all three of my kids had it. So I've become sort of an expert. So, um, one is most babies do are sensitive to dairy. So cow's milk protein is just so hard on the stomach. It's the human body just wasn't made to digest it. Le, mm-hmm. You know, especially as a newborn, because all babies are born with an underdeveloped digestive system to some di- degree. So the first thing you can do is like cut out all dairy, um, either if you're nursing and give it a couple weeks or mm-hmm. if you're doing formula, there's so many great gentle formulas out there. Um, okay. So that's one thing. Keeping baby upright for about 20 minutes after the feed is another thing. Um, and then some babies do need um, medication for it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So you can chat with your pediatrician, let them know what symptoms you're seeing. And for some, it really helps a ton. And they go from, you know, not sleeping at all to sleeping through the night very easily. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor moms. Yeah. Did any of your kids um, have, oh, my gosh, now I'm blanking on the word. Not colic. Colic? Colic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did your kids have it? So I think personally, I think sometimes colic is really a combination of a tummy issue, a reflux yeah. or silent reflux. There's like an underlying issue. Yes. Being overly tired and overly stimulated. So it okay. hits in the evening like that. Every baby has a witching hour to a degree, mm-hmm. but if you're, if it's really severe one, it could be colic. Like I'm not a pediatrician, but also many babies tend to, by that period of the night, be so overly tired, so over overly stimulated And if they have that acid and that formula or that milk coming up and down and up and down their esophagus burning all day long, right? You, it's like this, you know, just killer combo and they're just really uncomfortable. Oh, poor baby. So that's, that's where I think that comes in oftentimes. Um, here's one that says my five month old sleeps great, but I need to transition out of the Merlin help. And you know, the Merlin is like that little sort of which one is that one <laughs> it kind of looks like the michelin man like the little it's oh, a suit yes. yeah yeah oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so if, it, if the baby's five months old and sleep trained and sleeping through the night the transition should be a piece of cake okay yeah yeah so i would put them in a sleep sack and and do if there is an issue then just go back to your original sleep training method and do that most transitions sometimes there can be disruption for three to five nights but in this case, I would say it's probably going to be easy. And again, it's more mom stressing about it than the baby. Right. 
Why is my three month old always kicking her legs while sleeping? And how do we help her stop? <laughs> so the, this is like I've never uh, heard of this. Well, a lot of babies do weird things to soothe, and this is where I think all these video monitors are um, causing so much anxiety. <laughs> do you not use a monitor? I did, but they were. I mean. Uh, uh, I had them a, a long time ago and we didn't have like, like the Nanit where you can go back and watch the whole night, you know, and moms were <laughs> <Right>. like, <gasps> right at now we're 2 like, 2am he laid awake with his eyes open for 15 minutes. And I'm like, totally. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Like, don't, don't do that to yourself. So right. one, like babies are loud sleepers. They move around, they grunt, they kick their legs. It's just their way of, you know, soothing, physical development, all of those things, there's no need to stop it at all unless it's waking them or unless it's making them cry. Um, If they do seem uncomfortable, maybe it's like some gas type thing and try some gas drops or altering their diet a little bit. But all the movement, all the grunting, all all of that is um, super normal. And this is where moms tend to intervene when they don't need to. Right. Which then just disrupts the process. Are you um, pro changing a, di- a poopy diaper if the baby's sleeping? <laughs> Wait, did you post about this one day? Or some, I saw someone post this on I Instagram. I feel like I did. This was like oh, <laughs> such a long time ago. But I was like, I for sure smell her shit. And yeah. she's like in her fifth dream. What do I do? <laughs> um, I think if I smell it, then yes, I probably would. Um but why would you smell it? Oh, you did you go in there? If you go in um, there and I, you smell it, then, then yeah, I would probably change I feel it real like quick. She was, I feel like she was in her snoo or something, and I was like, oh, she definitely went. But she was just, like, so peaceful. Yeah. I mean, it just depends on the baby, too. Like, if they're super prone to diaper rash, then, yeah, I would change it. If it's not, right. if it's not bothering her and she doesn't get it, then I'd probably leave her. I mean, and that's how great. Do you feel, how, do you, how do you feel about um, uh, reusable diapers? Does that make a difference on the baby at all? Reusable? Oh, like cloth diapers? Yeah. Mm, I was never thing. that good of a human. <laughs> I, I would love to have done that. Me too. I'm but the same way. I'm kind just of like, like how can I make my life simpler? Yeah. Like yeah. I'd rather recycle 10 times yeah. than have to do. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, moms that do that, that's amazing. Oh, it's and amazing. Yes, 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 yes. I know. As we've talked about on the show before, our relationships should add value to our lives. Thoughtfully designed toys for the bedroom can deepen your connection with your partner and leave everybody feeling, well, satisfied. Dame Products is a woman-owned company making the next generation of toys for intimacy. Founded by a sex educator and an engaging whiz, Dame develops its products with the help of real humans and couples like you. Their mission is to make adding toys to the bedroom less intimidating and more accessible to create better intimate experiences for all. Dame's easy-to-use products are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love. Earning glowing press from the New York Times, Wired, W Magazine, and many more. Whether you're looking to enhance intimacy or try something new with your partner or give her a gift to encourage self-exploration, Dame has a toy that's sure to please. If you're unsure of what you're looking for, you can take their product quiz 
for product suggestions tailored to you and your partner. And the best part, Dame offers a three-year warranty and a hassle-free return with 60 days, so satisfaction is literally guaranteed. So go to dameproducts.com slash humble today for 15% off site-wide. Again, go to dameproducts.com slash humble today for 15% off site-wide. I have mine and I love it. (laughs) Go check them out. When Simply Safe's home security founders, Chad and Eleanor Lawrence, designed their first security system in the kitchen, they did it for a very personal reason. Their friends had just had their home broken into. They were struggling to find a security system that was simple to set up and would make them feel safe again. Living in this rental house, I didn't really know what the security system looked like. And so I was like, you know, can I add my own security system? Cause I want to feel safe in my house. And sure enough, I was able to making people feel safe is what simply safe has been doing ever since that moment, 15 years ago, a passion to protect people, not only drives every engineering detail in its products, but it motivates every interaction with its customers. And the thing is simply safe just makes it so easy. It takes about two minutes to customize the system on their website, simplysafe.com slash humble. Simplysafe has highly trained security experts ready whenever you need them, whether that's during a fire, a burglary, a medical emergency, or even when you're setting up the system. I know so many times when you're in that situation, you freak out, you don't know where to call, you don't know what to do. This makes it easy and convenient. There's always someone there who has your back to keep you safe and make sure you feel safe. As my listener, you can save 20% on your Simply Safe security system and get your first month free when you sign up for interactive monitoring service. Just visit simplysafe.com/humble to customize your system and start protecting your home and your family. That's simplysafe.com/humble. honestly when the world gets too loud there's something i love to do and that's create my own soundtrack by popping in my raycon wireless earbuds no matter how you're feeling about getting back out there into the world there's no denying it's an adjustment so sometimes you just need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see your people or just to stay calm (laughs) with some guided meditation this is actually one thing that I am obsessed with doing and if you haven't done it yet, you need to. When you go shopping, okay, and you're trying on jeans because we all hate trying on jeans or clothes for that matter, okay? After quarantine, things don't fit the same. (laughs) But if you have a playlist when you're trying on clothes, I promise you, you will you will be so much happier and it will change your mood. I went the other day and I had my Raycons in and I'm listening to my music and I'm pulling up these pants and I'm like laughing, I'm singing, and it just completely changed my entire experience. So let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort and unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. Raycons have a 32 hour battery life so you can listen to what you want, when you want for a very long time. They start at half the price of the other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guaranteed, so you really can't lose. Give them a try. You'll see what I mean. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. 
Right now, Humble and Hungry listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash humble. That's B-U-Y-Raycon.com slash humble to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash humble. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There's a lot of toddler questions. What, what, I mean, is this not your forte? Do you and prefer babies or all of it? We have a it's toddler fine. expert at Sleep Shop who's incredible. Um, uh-huh. But I, I mean, I've helped toddlers. I've had three of my own. I have, you know, so you get, 18 yeah. nieces and nephews. So I've, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm good. Um, seven, um, okay, my seven month old started daycare a couple weeks ago and mm. now won't nap for more than 30 minutes max. <laughs> Okay. Daycare is so hard. It, it's such a good thing for them socially and all that. And hours are great for parents, but it can definitely throw things off. So I would say control what you can. Um, so mm-hmm. when they're home on the weekends, really try to, um, make sure that naps are on track, do what you can to, um, keep up the nap training. And then when the naps are bad at daycare, you've just got to make up for it when they get home, you know, and it sucks. Do you, do you have to put them, I mean, cause Piper will maybe sleep max an hour there. Yeah. Uh, and then I get her home and you can tell she's tired, but I normally just sort of keep her on her routine. I just put her down by seven, like normal. Yeah. At her age, Am I, she's Should fine. I be putting her down earlier? No, no, no. At her age. But for a seven month old, what you'd want to do is either a cat nap, maybe on the drive home or once you're home or do bedtime a lot earlier which is really hard. I mean, I, my heart goes out like the working parents, you know, they get hardly any other, any time, you know, last thing you want is for the baby to go to sleep early, but sometimes in order to get on track, that's what you have to do. And in time, the naps can extend at daycare as they get used to it. Right. Um, my five month old falls asleep like a champ, but wakes up one to three times per night, um, for a feeding or a passy, how to improve. So my guess is probably the five month old is, is falling asleep, but is being helped to sleep. If the baby is mm. being laid down awake and going to sleep on their own, um, then so that's the best thing to do is put them, putting them down to fall asleep on their own versus yes, being, because if they yeah. fall asleep on their own, then they can stay asleep on their own. Right. So if he, the baby's being fed to sleep or rocked to sleep, they're waking up throughout the night, needing that to put them back to sleep. And that's ultimately that's like what, that's what sleep training yeah. is. It's teaching a baby to fall asleep on their own. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you hear the kids that are like 12 and still can't sleep yeah. in their beds. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, like really, that's... there are like babies who are, or toddlers who are being misdiagnosed with ADHD because they're actually just tired. And if you think about it, oh, really? Yeah. If you think about it, the symptoms are the same, right? How young are they diagnosing them? I'm not, I, there's articles I could, you know, I'll, I can send them, but like, cause they're not able to pay attention. They're hyper. Right. Oh. So really, if you're starting to send your, send your kids to school, you want them well rested. You want them able to learn. Absolutely. Oh, you're saying like older kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. preschool and on. Yeah. Right. Which is still terrifying that they could be diagnosing them with that without mm-hmm. having any other information. Right. Right. But yeah, I do feel uh, like a lot of baby or older kids even aren't good sleepers because they haven't been taught that skill. Right. And, but what happens if they're, they are in bed, but they do move around a lot. And so they're not getting that sort of like REM sleep. As long as they're in their beds, even babies, I'll tell moms this, they're like, oh, he's laying awake. I'm, that's great. Like that's still more restful than being out. Babies, right. kids are just easily overstimulated by the world, everything going on around them. Mm-hmm. Getting that, you know, even as Piper kind of drops her nap later, don't oh, worry. God, when is that don't happening? <laughs> After three, you know, okay. but you'll like having an hour of quiet time in the room is great because it just is like that. It's just like you or I, you come home from a crazy day. You just like need to decompress. You just want silence. Right. So absolutely. They need that too. So now that we're on that. Okay. So what, so after three, like, <laughs> yeah. is she going to tell me <laughs> like, well, You'll I be just able to know. Tell, like, for example, she may go to school and take an hour nap and then come home and it's really hard for her to go down at night. Or if she does nap, same thing at home, bedtime could get later and later, or you go put her down and she just doesn't sleep the whole time. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I'll pick up on those cues then. You totally, yeah, you totally will. Okay. And give it a, with too- anything, give it a couple weeks, anything, any baby's doing, give it a couple weeks. If they're still doing it, then it's not just a leap or regression. It's time to make a change. Okay. Yeah. And then I, I am getting a lot of questions of, of transitioning them from the crib to the bed. Yes. And how do you keep them in bed? One, the most important thing is keep them in the crib as long as possible. Okay. Till ideally three. Okay. Um, Cause then it's so much easier. Mm-hmm. Everyone, a lot of people will say, oh, I'm having another baby. I don't want to buy another crib. Buy the fricking crib. Like it's worth yes, it. Yes. Go to Ikea, <laughs> find a cheap one, ask a neighbor, like get the crib. Um, yeah. Yes. So if, why is it? Because it's that <clears throat> much of a, of a hassle. Yes. They- I mean, think if they're waking each time, but they're waking and can get out of their beds. No, it's it, going to be a disaster. It's a disaster. It's a party in there 24 it's, a party. it's a security issue, a safety issue, yes. because if they can get out of their room, so then sometimes you're locking them in their room or putting a gate at their door. Um, all of their furniture, you know, needs to be secured to the wall. Like all of these things that you, there, you think having a, then you're really not yeah. sleeping. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's a true safety thing. It's not just a baby crying in their crib thing, which is not a safety issue. Right. It's, it's gnarly. <laughs> Uh, so what, so what are some tips to like keep them in bed? Anything or they're yeah, just, I mean, they're there, bound to get there's up. There's so and- many things. If you do the transition late enough and they're good mm-hmm. sleepers, it really is seamless. Um, but then we have, I'll send you a link for the toddler guide we have that Megan, our toddler expert does. It, I mean, there's so many great things, you know, it's a chart an okay to wait clock, um, different things like that. It's more about incentives. Okay. Um, one great book, uh, it's called parenting with love and logic. 
is a great book that everyone should read to understand mm -hmm. how toddlers and kids and even teenagers' minds work. And it's about control, making mm -hmm. them feel in control, you know, simple things like, do you want to wear these pajamas or these pajamas? Um, you know, as far as giving, bed, them bed, giving them options, all of them being okay with you, you know, do you want your door open or closed? And then if they're protesting, if there's an issue, okay, I'm so sorry, you made a choice, but you're also making a choice not to follow the rules. So I have to close the door now, you know, right. those types of things so that they feel in control. Interesting. Yeah. And that, which it, which it makes total sense. Yeah. Cause we're, we, we have to teach them about these things. I mean, this exactly. is, this is what life's about. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly a concept that they're, that they're able to understand. Oh yeah. Cause I'm sure Piper yeah. shows you wanting control, like shows her, you oh, know, how yeah. she wants control all day <laughs> yeah. long. Yeah. Yes, so then it's, it's like, crazy. okay, we can go to the park or we can go to here and let them choose. Both options are okay with you, but then they feel like they've gotten their say. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, here's, here's one. Um, how to stop early wakings. We're up at 5 a.m. with three-hour daytime sleeps, and they're 11 months old. Okay, so always your checklist is pitch black room, white noise. Okay, because between 3 a.m. and 7 a.m., sleep is super light. So any little bit of you know sunlight or any outside noise is going to pull them out of a deep sleep. Um, so those things, uh, at 11 months old, it's likely not hunger, but you would always check hunger. Um, and then the proper amount of daytime sleep. So I would make sure that this baby is going down early enough, actually mm -hmm. going down too late for bed can cause an early morning waking or if they're getting too much day sleep, but a three hour nap at 11, maybe they're down to one. If they're just down to one nap. So if, if they're a three if, hour nap. Well, they probably not at 11 months. So at 11 months, if the two naps equal three hours, I would probably scale back the nap. It would just depend on their bedtime too. So check daytime sleep, pitch black room, white noise, early enough bedtime. And then anything before 6 a.m. is nighttime. Like that's the message. Right. So right. if they're waking up at 5 a.m., you treat it the same way as if they wake up at 2 a.m. And you just let them... Well, whatever you're doing. So everyone has a different yeah. way of doing their sleep training. Um, if they're doing tears, you know, for intervals, then you repeat that until it's 6 a.m. or, you know, or until they fall back asleep. Um, if you're doing other ways of soothing, then you do that. Is it easier for you to go physically with the babies or do you feel like you can talk with people virtually or, or how is that if people want to reach out to you? Cause you know, people are going to reach out to you. <laughs> um, every, everything I do basically is virtually. There are times okay. I go do it for them. We have night nannies who go do like newborns. Um, but I've gone and done the sleep training myself like three days and three nights. Um, okay. but really 99.9% .9 of what we do is virtually. It's a yeah. sleep I mean, we plan. did it virtually. Yeah. Like I just followed your steps and she was sleeping. Yeah, so exactly. It's exactly. definitely doable. It's more about like your will. <laughs> totally, totally. But then they can call, text, email me as often as needed. So that's where you can kind of like make the little tweaks, you know, also get the reassurance or make changes. Right. 
So yeah, okay, there's, good. there's you're no so good. And, and you're, and you respond so quickly. So I feel like, because when they're crying and you have no idea what to do and you have so much anxiety, you're like, what do I do? Do I grant her? Do I let her like cry? And you're like, you're doing good. Just let her, give her another few minutes no, or whatever it is. it's so hard in the moment. It's so hard. Even on my third, it I is. was Melissa who owns Sleep Shop. I was like texting her, okay, this is what she's doing. I'm doing the right thing, right? Because you even start to second guess yourself and like, I'm right. an expert, you know? So when you're in it, like in the woods, deep, it's, it's hard to see. Like, yeah. Gosh. Yes. I so. mean, do we ever end up sleeping? Cause then they're 18 <laughs> know, and they're driving yes, yeah. and then we're like, did you get home? Okay. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And that's even, it scarier. just never yeah. ends. Yeah, totally. totally. Are you done having kids? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is like an oopsie. I mean, even I don't think that's possible. But yeah, no, um, no I'm done. I I love babies. I would have a newborn. I, I would love to have a newborn, but I don't want another child. Right. <laughs> to give it back. Yeah, exactly. How about I give you my newborn? Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Send them to my house. I'll sleep train them. Perfect. Yes, I would love it. I would love it. Yeah. No, we're I done. love it. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you came on. Yeah. This, this is was so, so good. I feel like mom need like moms just need this like reassurance and just for someone to tell them you're doing a good job. They it's do. okay. They do. And they deserve you know? it. Like I was listening to one of your other podcasts about the oxygen mask like yes. the same thing goes like you deserve it it's okay to ask for help like sleep is so important for marriages for sanity for babies everyone so it's yes, like because if you're rocky everything else is rocky exactly the foundation exactly. has to be solid totally totally 100 yeah. and, yeah. and it's gonna be and it's gonna be difficult and it's not gonna be easy yeah. but it's also when you look back you're like oh my god i remember those sleepless nights and it was it was weirdly beautiful yeah yeah you know you're with them you're rocking them like enjoy those moments enjoy the 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 little whimpers i mean it's just it's all so beautiful so you remember that right now or I say that now. Yeah, I say that now, and I'm gonna be like, I hate my life. <laughs> no, you're gonna be or, great. It's gonna, be, yeah. It, I it have, gets easier um, and easier. So, so I'm. I just gonna put the baby in the snoo again and put her next to me or him next to me, and then yeah. just do it all over again. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. Just... Yeah, we'll just make sure the snoo gets turned off a little bit earlier. Right. You know, all those you, things. Uh, yeah. Because it's not that you're not a fan of it, but you, no. you don't like them to be as, um, like reliant on it. I think it's, um, cheaper to hire me. Um, I think <laughs> <laughs> they are so expensive. <laughs> they, um, they can become reliant on it. Yeah. So you're just delaying the inevitable, but in those, in those first mm, six to eight weeks, it's great. Cause it yeah. does help do what you would need to do otherwise. Got it. So yeah, totally. Well, we're definitely going to be in touch if Yay, I hope you know, so. the day comes. All right, <laughs> and then you're gonna you're gonna be in uh, my neck of the woods, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. I know. What are you guys? What are you guys doing? A bunch of well, you? All, are they all women? All... Well, we down here, and when you're older and have your kids are older, you look for any excuse to like celebrate or like get the heck out of Dodge. So um, yeah, we're I'm it's my there. birthday, yeah. so. Oh, it's for your birthday. Oh yeah. It's a really big, exciting one. It's 41. So big. Oh day. my God. <laughs> I mean, obviously you have to celebrate. Yeah. So yes, just, of course. just a ditch day to go lay out by the pool and hang out. Yeah. I love it. Wait, are you, are you doing an overnight? Um, some of us are going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'll have Riley take care of you guys. Oh, you're so sweet. No, we're excited. We keep, 
we booked it earlier this summer, like with kids. And then we were like, Oh, that'd be miserable. Like we (laughs) just, we just want to go there and just at moms and have fun. Yes. Yeah. Pop a little champagne. Oh, yeah. Have some cocktails. Yes. Get a yes. little day drinking going. Yeah. Have a good dinner. South stumble OC up to the moms top. can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut some damage. It's <laughs> fun. It's so oh fun. Oh my God. I'm so, so happy for you. Happy yeah, early birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. And then if, if you guys j- just tell everybody where they can reach out to you and Yes. whatever programs that you have going on. So I post a ton on Instagram, a ton, a ton, a ton, um, at Jess underscore sleep shop. Um, and that's the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, we can do a phone consult, sleep packages. I have a free nap, um, class coming up and I'll post about a lot of those occasionally. So lots of different ways, but I love to help. And there's tons of tips on Instagram. Like I said, Awesome. Well, you're the best. Yeah, thank Thank you. you. And then we will hopefully talk soon. Yeah, either about a crib transition or a baby. (laughs) Yes. Or both. Or giving you my newborn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. I like it. All right. You're the best. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. She is so good at what she does. I'm telling you, this girl can put your baby to sleep like that. It's Oh, God sent. Anyways, make sure to reach out to her if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns. It's Jess underscore sleep shop on Instagram, and she will answer all of your guys' questions. Just let her know that you came from Humble and Hungry or Natalie, your best friend. (laughs) And I hope that you guys get all the answers that you need. Thank you guys so much. Love you all. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review, and I will see you next week. Remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.